once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sikima Bay, and I'm your host, Craig Wells. What an incredible day to be in the presence of the Lord. Just, just breathe him in real quick. Can you do that? I know he's already inside of you, but sometimes I like to do that prophetic gesture of just uh, taking in the breath of God, the yod, the hay, the breath, the vav, who I am, the hay, breathing my breath back to God. Mm, that's better than drinking coffee. <laughs> No, I'm talking about something so important today, the seraphim, the six-winged creature of the living God, the four living creatures, the ox, the lion, the eagle, man, are also seraphims, the ones that are assigned to the earth and assigned to you and me, coming to bring, I want to use this word, but I don't want you to take it wrong, coming to bring judgment to the earth. In the old age, I would have heard that and I would have thought, oh my God, the angel of the Lord's coming to bring judgment, destruction. But I want to bring you to Ezekiel. Listen, I'm going a total different direction than what I thought God wanted me to go because he gave me a different direction. But now he's telling me this for you. This is for you because you listened. He changed the message to another dimension of the revelation about the seraphim because he wants to minister to you. Because when God brings judgment, it's the judgment to light, to love, and to Zoe life by the blood covenant of Yeshua. This is ingrained in the covenant of God between God and man through Christ Yeshua. And so when he says the seraphim will come and they bring judgment, go to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel, the Lord was coming to me, sees the seraphim at that time. And he's just so amazed and he's in this place of mystery while the heavens are opening up. And then he sees the throne of God on top of the seraphim coming down out of heaven. And he cries out, I am unclean. I have unclean lips and I live in an unclean place. My lips are vile and the place I live is vile. But see, it's just like Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit don't convict of sin. As to say, oh, you bad, you bad, you bad. That's the trait of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the old age. Holy Spirit convicts, according to the Bible, of righteousness to show you the righteousness of the blood covenant Yeshua that's inside of you and of the purity of your heart that's inside of you. So when the seraphim come with judgment, this is what happened when he said that. God didn't say, hey, seraphim, go uh, dip some blood of Jesus and put it on it because... In the natural room, the blood of Jesus has not been spilt yet, though it was already has before the foundation of the earth. But in the natural room of time, it hasn't yet. And he didn't even tell them what kind of judgment to bring to him while he's saying he's unclean. But they instantly went to the coals of fire that's around the throne of Elohim, that which is sitting in the presence of the Lord. And if you can see one of those coals of fire, it's full of God's mystery. It's full of God's glory. It's not what you think, some pebble rock that's just burning miraculously, because rock doesn't normally burn. Y'all do know that, right? You say fire, stone, and you wonder, but rock doesn't normally burn. You know, it's not wood, it's rock. It doesn't have a chemical on it. It's the fire of Elohim, because it's a living stone that's from the presence of God, a creature of God, a being of God. 
and it goes and grabs it and it's been in the presence of God so it's so pure and he takes it and touches lips and he makes him whole that was the judgment of the seraphim to touch his lips and make him whole not to judge him to say oh yeah I agree with you you unclean thing I'll tell you about something that happened to me okay um I was engaging the Lord. I was on a three-day fast, and I was in Destin, Florida. I've told, told you all this before, probably three, four, or five years ago when it happened. And um, I normally stay on the first floor. I like staying on the beach. I like staying on the first floor. So you can just walk out of your grass into the sand, into the water, right? It's very convenient, especially when you have a family and 12 grandkids, right? But this time I went with just one, me and one of my spiritual sons, and we got on the third floor. That's, it was a spontaneous trip that God told me to do. And it wasn't for me to go and get into the beach, which I didn't. I got on the beach because I loved the view. So I got on the third floor, and it was a double on the third floor. So you actually had a fourth floor, which is your loft. And so I'm in it. And I'm engaging Yahweh for hours every day and fasting. And then Yeshua comes and grabs me by the Spirit in my mind's eye and takes me into Enoch's trail. Now, I never even knew there was such a thing. And it was almost like... The way I explain it is, if you ever seen the movie Thor, and they had this coming out of the city of, of Asgard, uh, this this pathway of multicolor, almost like a straight of glass, right? Multicolor. Well, that's kind of what it looked like, um, but it was a little more liquid, even though it was solid. You could walk on it. It was more more viably movable. I don't know how to explain it. It's a heavenly thing, right? And me and Yeshua is walking on there. And all of a sudden, I mean, we're deep into the depths of Enoch's trail. And everyone has a trail. So it's cool to say Enoch's trail, but you have one, I have one. It's the signature that we're making in the spirit realm of our life. From our scroll and from our own life that's, that's basically permeating out of us in the heavenly realm. And it causes this rift in the spirit world of who we are and is declaring decreeing that which we're doing it leaves a trail just like that left the colors or just like that if you ever seen the movie of avatar when the first movie wherever they were walking the ground was lighting up it was like it's like that's what's happening from the sons and daughters walking the earth wherever they go it's lightening up well this is like enough trail and it therefore showed the mysteries and secrets of Enoch and out of his life and it was just phenomenal well they had this big angel I don't know if it was an archangel whatever but he was a guardian of this trail but I'm up there with Jesus and we're walking on this trail and Jesus is just just kind of like telepathy right a telepathy you know I could not his lips was not moving but I could hear what he was saying in my mind's eye and in my heart as he's taking me on this trail and showing me things and speaking things to me but all of a sudden, this angel looks at me and he sees something in my heart that don't belong there at this level with Yahweh, at that height of Yahweh, in the secret place of Yahweh. And that this, this shows you the judgment of God. That angel actually called me out and said, hey, that don't belong here. And as fast as that was happening, Yeshua wasn't even bothered by it. He didn't address it. He just kept going on the trail with me. It was so incredible and so freaky. That's the kind of judgment that Yeshua is. My goodness. My goodness. And it was something very minor. But the higher up in the Lord you go, the more your frequency magnifies. 
So you have to get even the little pebbles out of you. And so, um, but Yeshua is great. The Bible says, it's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. And seraphim brings men to repentance. Not men to acknowledgement of their sin, but men to repentance. You already know your sin, so you don't need God to tell it to you. But you need to know the righteousness is inside of you, see? They're like a forerunner of the glory of the Holy Spirit that comes and convicts and delivers and heals and makes whole as you surrender your life to Yeshua. And the holiness of God that comes out of the seraphim to bring you into the secret place. I'm just telling you intimate things about my own life. It was a beautiful place. And I just continued in that vision with Yeshua and Enoch's trail for that season of time. And then when I came back out, God was speaking to me things that are just now manifesting. How do you like that? Some of them took five years. But now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, it's just now manifesting. I come in agreement with that word. Thank you for reminding me of that, Yeshua. And that thing that that, um, that angel saw, that's not even there no more. That hasn't been there. I, I dealt with that immediately, you know. But it wasn't out of fear. It was just like Ezekiel saying, hey, you're here. You're too holy to be around me. Uh, uh, this city's vile. I'm vile. My lips are unclean. This city's unclean. Boop, you're clean by the, by the blood. We got something more powerful than the fire coals, though. I love the fire coals. I remember one time I was listening to um, Nancy Cohen. And I was watching this video of her. And she was sharing about how God took her to heaven and brought her through the seven judgments. And I was like, I'll be honest with you, I've been asking God. You know, I've had my own experiences similar, but not like that. It was so incredible. I was like, I want that. <laughs> and it was like, what are you asking God? You're asking God for the seven judgments. Because in each one of them, they went into the seven parts of the being of a man, or in her case, a woman, and purified them and sanctified them and consecrated them and made them whole and aligned them. That's what judgment does. Judgment comes to align. It's kind of like when I was working for my dad, my dad was a framing contractor and a business contractor most of his whole life before he was an inspector. And um, well, you would go in and once you put the walls up, you'd have to plumb line them. You have to bring judgment to the walls. Well, bringing judgment to the walls wasn't to look to say, oh, that wall's bad. Get that out of here. Do that. Oh, you're no good. No, no, no. It was to align the wall that was able to handle the next level on top of it. So when the seraphims are coming to the body of Christ, is to bring alignment of judgment that you can carry the weight of the next level of glory coming to your life, coming to your ministry, coming to your family, coming to your job, coming to your health, coming to your business. Come on, just receive this right now. I'm seeing it in the heavenly realms. Embrace that the seraphim are coming. Well, what if I don't ever see one? It's okay. That That's not the qualification. Jesus, Yeshua is the qualification. You know, I remember the story uh, when the you know, when the servant was like, oh, oh, they're, they're coming to get us. They're coming to get us because they were surrounded by, you know, all the armies. And then Elijah prayed that his eyes would be open. And he said, look. There's more that are with us than that was against us. And there's thousands of angels. And the Lord spoke to me when I read that. He said, it only took one angel. I let the others show up just because of the person, human nature side needed to see that, oh, they had 5,000. So we got 10 or they have 3,000 or 300 and we got 5,000. But it only would take one. That's how powerful angels are. Just one on your side does it all. One can destroy the whole earth. 
but they're under order and under command of Yahweh and us. And the earth is setting a structure of God's grace that they can't do that right now. And nor are they meant to do that right now. They're not come to bring judgment. They come to bring judgment of alignment to judge you to light, life, and love by the blood covering Yeshua. Now, that doesn't mean if there's not junk in your life. Like I said, I went to Enoch's trail, and that angel just called me out right in front of Jesus. It didn't even bother Jesus, as if Jesus didn't know, right? And even though it was minor in everyone's eyes or in mine, but I understood it was, I was in such a holy place. You didn't want to have a speck. I mean, not even a speck. I don't want a speck, a blemish, or nothing on me. But Jesus didn't consider it. He considered his blood covenant on me. So he guided me. Whew, glory to God. His mercy and grace guided me to the secret place. Oh, don't you understand the seraphim are coming to bring you God's grace and mercy to guide you to the secret place of his love, to guide you to the secret place of his heart, to guide you to the secret place of yourself, that you may know yourself, that you may really know God. Because until you really know the fullness of yourself, your view of God will be jaded by your hurts and your pains and what you think of yourself. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the glory and the power and dominion through Christ Yeshua, my Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I don't even know why that came out of me just then, but I will tell you, I know a secret about the Our Father Prayer, what you consider is the Our Father Prayer. It's a gateway stairway, like a spiral stairway of God, Hebrew living letter God, into the heavens. The mystery of God is inside that prayer, going into the heavens, opening up to you right now through Yeshua the Christ. The seraphims and cherubims are all around it. Escape run out of here. I don't have to wait for no rapture. I can get raptured every day in the spirit. Oh, Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace, what you're showing us. Open our eyes to see that we may know thee in the fullness of your glory and that there be holy alignment and holy judgment in our life that we walk pure before you and understand the righteousness that you gave us, that we are that righteousness in the earth. Once again, this is Sigma Bay. Take that moment. Won't you join our page or subscribe to us by whatever podcast platform you're using. It helps the algorithm spread our podcast throughout the earth. And therefore, we're reaching more people with the gospel of Yeshua the Christ, our King. Once again, this is Sigma Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Don't forget to share that link with a friend as well. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.